Oh my gosh, you guys, welcome to the Petals and Pricks podcast. My name is Kelsey Huff. I'm Jonah Jerkins. And welcome. We are doing just a just a one-off. One-off revisited. Yeah. 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 We're going to talk about some deep stuff. If you guys were fans of last year's one-off, we, uh, we're a year later and mm-hmm. we are going through, I guess, my year. I, I wish it was our year, but my year. <laughs> And, Jonah's uh, had a time. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now. We hope you enjoy it, I guess. Yeah. I really liked our chats. I like talking to you. You're fun. You stop it right now. Oh, come on. If you guys like uh, us as much as we like ourselves, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you should you know, follow us everywhere. We're on all those social medias. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. You could also send us an email directly. Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And like and share because although the Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, Winter Games, none of that is yeah. happening right now. It's not happening right now. It's not happening. It's not happening. We're on a break. But guess what? We're happening. Yeah. Yeah. You can't get rid of us. You can never... <laughs> You try, you try, but we just pop up on your phone. <laughs> Hello. Hello. And it's starting. It you I'm looking for? <laughs> it is. Yeah. When are we starting this bad boy, Jonah? Uh, you tell me. Now. This is Petals and Bricks with Kelsey and Jerks, where we talk about me and recap The Bachelor. Jerkins loves it. Kelsey's never seen the show, but she's giving it a try for true friendship. Petals and Bricks with Kelsey and Jerks. Because you're, oh, Whoa! we're so, <laughs> I hit that button so fast, Jonah was like, what, 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 what? You didn't even give me a, a shot there. I did it. A chance. I did it. I feel a like, speck. Just, let's jump in. Let's no. rip off this podcast band-aid. Pedals and pricks. It's been two weeks. We're back. We're back. And we Yo, missed all your faces. We back, motherfucker. We back. <laughs> we went R-rated right away. Um, this is just a recap. I'm sorry. We back, mother player. <laughs> mother player. Re- ready, ready player one. Oh, you guys, what's been happening with your life? We're going to talk about what's been going no, on no, with no, us. You know what? That's what we're doing, Jonah. No. What's happening in your life? Answer now. Uh, Not you. Oh. Our listeners. <laughs> Pause, Pause for interaction. <laughs> hey, wait. Really? How do, you, how do you feel about that? Oh, wow. That sounds really? great. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I think three, empathy, three empathy. people actually was like, I'm doing good. I'm, oh, wait. Okay. They're fucking with me. <laughs> it's like that time where... Uh, you remember when the people answer had answering machines? Machine? Yeah. 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 <laughs> They're like, gotcha. Yeah. Like, oh, you son of a bitch. I watched uh, um, Born East LA. Okay. Again. Yeah. Don't watch it. Okay. You'd hate it. Sure. I didn't realize how uh, misogynistic it is. Thanks for hanging out with Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. And that happens in it, too, where he's like, what's that? And there's music playing. He goes, what's that? I can't hear you. What? What? And then he goes and turns his music down, music mm-hmm. down, and then he talks. And then the guy goes, it's me. It's, you know, Cheech Marin or whatever. And then he's like, I, I, this is actually a message. And then gets him and I was gets like, him. good move, bro. Oh, man. Do you have people that you, that you know in your life that do it on their cell phone? Their voicemail no. on their cell phone? No. Do you? Mm-mm. I had friends that, that used to be Because I don't thing. call anybody anymore. I text, oh, yeah, right? So you it's can't weird. be like, uh, the closest thing maybe you got is new phone who dis? I don't know. New phone who dis? Yeah. I don't yeah. know if you, that's the closest thing to being like, Arr? Whenever my mom texts me, I always, always want to be like, hey, I got a new phone. Who is this? Like, I always want to <laughs> fuck with her really bad. Don't do it to Jill. Oh, Jill's best. Jill's so great. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, Jonah, this the purpose of this podcast is just to hang out, number yeah. one. Yeah. Number two. Because we haven't hung out in a while. Yeah. After the last season of uh, The Bachelor. Was it the last season? I can't remember. Whenever we had a break. The, yeah. We talked about. Our first season. Our very first season. The Nick Vile season. The mm. season that goes down in infamy. Yeah. We talked about what was going on in our Which lives. I hung out with a friend that hung out with him the other day. You did. did. Well, we'll tell that. We'll tell that story. As That's soon all as we... I have to say. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's just do a recap. So, you guys, if you haven't listened to the other ones, we did a a, a threefer. What is it called? One off. A trifecta. Yeah, we of did one off. Yeah, we did a three part one off. Three part one off. So we can do a one off revisited. Yeah, one off revisited, just to that's see what of, happened. So that, that's a fun. 
I love it. We just found our title. Yeah. One off, revisit it. <laughs> yeah. And Jonah, uh, Jonah's dad passed away last year, so yeah. we talked about that a little bit. My dad uh, died, passed away, well, however you want to say it, when I was in high school, and we yeah. chatted about that a little bit. But now it's been a year. It's been a year. For you, Jonah. Uh-huh. So let's talk about what has happened within the year. Well, within that same year, I don't think I talk, talked about this in the one off because I don't think it happened at that time. But this last year, you know about this, I think, right? So not only my dad died, but my stepdad died, and I had a friend from high school die, and then my mom got uh, diagnosed with MS, and then I also had that concussion where I almost died from my brain bleed, mm-hmm. and then uh, my cats are, are in uh, kidney failure. Come on, I didn't know that part. You know that part? No. Oh, I thought I told you that. No. Yeah, it's they been just one got... hell of a year for Jonah Jeff Jerkins. Yeah, my grandma just had a stroke two weeks ago. Oh man, but time is a son of a gun. <laughs> yeah, but she looks amazing. Yeah, because um, it was Easter. When, when we're taping this, Easter was a couple days ago, and uh, she looks better than she's ever has. Do you know? Do, I don't. Do, do you, have, you still have your grandparents? I have one grandmother still left, Grandma June. She's not going June. anywhere. She ain't Grandma going. June, June. She's like the Paul Mall, no filter smoking. Oh, one of rascal. those. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a tough old broad. Wisconsin girl. Scary. Um, I mean, yeah, Illinois. Yeah. But like she's close. still like plowing. You know, plowing. I think yeah. you mean by. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. Farm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I meant by the farm. I don't know about my grandma's puss activity. Oh, if that's gross. what you're asking, <laughs> Jesus. I wasn't asking that. Um, but yeah, 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 like that kind of tough old stock. She's the only. She's the only one. Kicking. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty lucky. Cause I I lost my grandfather a few years ago, but I still have my his wife, also my grandmother, uh, Alice. Uh, she's 92, mm-hmm. and she uses she knows her cell phone. She knows the iPhone better than I do. Yeah, I text my grandmother, my 92 year old grandmother. I text her. She's like s- sending you s- like, like hardcore emojis. emojis. And stuff. Yeah. I'm like her gift game's out of control. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you learned the gift game. That you <laughs> yeah, got. all from gra- grandma. Yeah, my gammy, my gammy gift game. <laughs> gammy gift game. So, um, so your grandma had some some troubles, but she's okay. She had she's a stroke, great. But she's, she's 88, and my grandma, my grandfather, her husband, just. Uh, just had his 89th birthday and like they look like they're like in their 60s they're they're acting like they're in their 60s it's yeah. great they're like the best people in the whole entire world modern technology they say that somebody alive today is going to live till 120 that's what people say when they're afraid of dying oh well it was on a bus so the bus, it was said, on a bus. It. The bus <laughs> yeah. said it cta was like you're gonna live forever next Get stop to the belmont <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm like whoa <laughs> cta this is hell this is fresh hell um but yeah, so how? Because we we discussed uh, how you. Oh, I to, totally deflected your whole question. I know, I know. Did you see what I did there? Oh yeah, it I'm was pretty proud of that. Pretty, that was a pretty good it one. Was not very transparent. Yes, <laughs> it was. So you don't want to talk about it? No, I can talk about that's everything. our whole point of the podcast. Okay, and hit the button. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> so it's been a year, and there's some stuff that we talked about that you were having, you were not having difficulties with, or or you know, it wasn't really prevalent. Yeah, but grief is a weird son of a bitch. It is, a son and of it a creeps gun. up on you, uh-huh. uh, in in mysterious and delightful ways. Yeah. So I, how does your can I ask like how did the deflections or like how you know you kind of in survival mode last year yeah. since it was new? Yeah. Now that you've lived it for a little while, how has it kind of, you know, transitioned into something else? Um. Okay. So you and I had a, an incredible talk. Um. If you're first time listening to us, go back to the one offs. They're great. <laughs> Um, but at the end, on the third one, I think you said it's going to come out in ways you don't know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's trying to be all strong. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> it is. I've been there. <laughs> you know, that's when you know, when you, when you have that, um, that experience and you're trying to tell somebody like, no, it's going to, and mm-hmm. they're like, okay. And you're like, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it did. It did. Um, I think I, I was, a, um, 
the main thing for me, the loss wasn't the hardest because because uh, the first time listeners, hey, what's going on? How are you? Sorry, Nancy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, he died of a heroin overdose. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was an addict for a long, long time. So it was kind of like it still was like I kind of knew it was going to happen, you know, but it, it's like um, what did I say? It's it's uh, it was sudden, but not unexpected yeah you know what i mean well i think when you live with an addict you're sort of always your phone you're always expecting a call of some sort of some sort you know even if it's been a long absence there's something in the back of your noodle where like i always remember even afterwards like when a phone would ring i'd be like who was arrested who died yeah you know there's like a thing yeah it it, it like just i don't know use the word trigger but like you get or tight butthole you just you react right um so it's like although you didn't you know when you Death is so final, it's very strange to have a concept of it. Wait, what do you mean by death is final? Well, I mean, he can't do those things anymore. You know what I mean? Those phone calls aren't going to come anymore. Right, right. So you, but you don't, you don't, uh, you you can't, like, intellectualize it until, like, it happens, yeah. right? So you weren't surprised, and yet it still probably felt fucked up. Yeah, it's weird, because, like, I... Um we did talk about this on the one-off, but like I remember when I I was hanging out with another comic talking about a show, and then I got a phone call from my my Russian stepsister because uh, my dad bought a Russian pride online, uh, and uh, she never calls me, and it was weird, and I was and I you know when you get that phone call, and then my mom called me maybe like twenty twenty minutes later, and I was like, oh my dad's dead, like kind I just kind of knew it, yeah. And then I was with this comic, and then he was like, "Do you want to get another beer?" And I was like, "Sure, why not?" And then the whole he, he's mad at me. I don't know if he's really mad at me, but he was like, "Why didn't you fucking?" And I was like, "I don't know. You just kind of get used. You just kind of like like what you said. Like you just kind of figure it, and then you just kind of deal with it, you know?" Yeah. Which is weird because that 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 night I had this weird um, uh, need to watch uh, Heat because Heat was like one of my dad's favorite movies, mm-hmm. and I had that need to watch it all day. And I wanted to watch it. And then uh, I got that phone call. And then it was weird. It was weird how I was like, oh, I, I was thinking about my, my dad all day. And then I got the phone call. And then I watched Heat that night. Yeah. What was uh, what was it about Heat that your dad really liked? I, you know what? It's, it was, I remember when he, he was in jail for a while. <laughs> and then when he got out of jail, he was like in a halfway house. And then he would, act, that's probably the most times I ever saw my dad. He was like at our place like on the weekends. And then I don't know. He's just really like I, I. One of my memories of him is is you like guys loving that movie. Together, he, no, he just he just, he just loved it. it. Yeah, I don't even know if it was one of his favorite movies. I just know that I just remember him talking about it. Yeah, it's interesting though how you have like movies or or some kind of moment like connects to a direct memory. Yeah, I remember this because my dad was around more that yeah. time, and either he talked about it or sometimes it's even like on in the background. You know, like you don't. Yeah. Even, sometimes you're like, wait, I thought I reconstructed this whole memory, right? Because my 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 synapses and my brains are putting them together. It's and, weird, right? Yeah, you yeah. try to. I mean, trauma is weird. Yeah, <laughs> I did from I, I when I was in my twenties. I think every year for Christmas, I buy my mom like what I thought were her favorite movies. And she's like, why do you think I like this movie? I was like, I don't know. For some reason I have a, I have a specific memory. And then she was like, Oh, okay. That's not really what's going on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're like, no, you love it. It's your favorite. (laughs) No, but you're like, you fill in the blanks. Sometimes very incorrectly. Yeah. 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 I mean, your brain is like a, not that I'm a brain scientist or anything. Well, I I think they're not called that. They're not called brain scientists. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'm a brain scientist. First clue. Are you a neurologist? (laughs) Brain scientist. 
Yeah, she's yeah. faking it. Yeah, you're not. Re- yeah, you're not what a con right. man. But like the fact that really what you're doing a lot of time with your brain is you're filtering out information. You're deleting information because you can't pay attention to every sensory detail all the time. You would go mad. Yeah. So you're constantly like honing things out cutting things out, filtering things out. Isn't so weird? sometimes your your memory and I think what it, with relationships as well, especially parental relationships where they're not there. Yeah. You fill in the blanks when there's absence. You just fill shit in. Yeah. Weird, so. right? Mm-hmm. That's the thing too that's, that's like I think scary in a lot of ways is like uh trusting your your memory. Yeah. Because of that same reason where you're like and that's the thing, you know, uh, we'll get into this I guess later, but like also, like, I'm, I also went through a breakup, so, like, I think I, I that's one thing is, like, okay, my perception is my reality, and her perception is her reality, so it's kind of, like, how can we find the middle? Because even, like, when I listen to my mom talk about things where you're, like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That's not what really happened. But then in my head, I'm, like, wait, am I wrong, though? Because, like... Well, but that's the thing. Like, you can grow up in a house or you can be in a relationship with somebody. Yeah. You're two individual people. Yeah. You might be in a same relationship and and or a same family and have two totally different experiences. Me crazy? and my sister were two years apart in the same house. We had totally different experiences, and it can With be, your dad? Yeah. yeah, and it could be also your your mechanism. Like her mechanism is different than mine. Like hers is amnesia. Okay. Like I will not. I don't remember. I don't remember this. Wow. I, I you know like a blackout kind yeah. of thing. Um, and mine was different. So I think not only more, you think yours is more vivid. Uh, Vivid, I do think there are probably holes in which I fill in. You're also a kid, right? You don't have, your brain isn't fully formed. Right. You don't have the capacity to uh, also understand what you're seeing. Right. You know, so you might see something that looks terrifying to you and maybe it isn't. Or you think something looks normal, but actually it's terrifying because you don't have the capacity, the clues, the life experience to help you out. Because you were 15 when that happened, right? When he died, I was 15, but I grew up, I mean, I. So your sister was 17. Uh, no, she, I, I'm the oldest. Oh, you're the yeah, oldest. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So she's two years younger than I am. Um, but you know, growing up, you know, I remember things, I remember like hiding under a bed because he was like on a rampage, wow. you know, and like busting shit up and smacking people around. And, Jesus. and so I remember hiding. She was with me. She has no recollection of that ever happening. Really? Yeah. You know, um, things like that. I remember being in a car. It was a cult, a very small, this is like late eighties, early nineties. I can't remember the exact year. But I remember that we were like going what I thought was like a roller coaster ride of fun, right? Where I was like, why are we going so fast? Mom's crazy. We're Daisy Duke. She was trying to run over my father. Oh, my God. And I don't remember that. And my mom will tell me like, oh, no, yeah, I was trying to murder that son of a bitch. I was like, what? Yeah, but in my bag and the kid, but that was the most fun time. I was ever like, "Oh, you're my- sliding around I'm like no seatbelts, <laughs> yeah. you know, or whatever." So it, it the, the the mind it also is trying to protect you, yeah. you know. Like there are things that so you don't understand. You're when you're a kid, you're trying to fill in the blanks, um, and you're trying to survive. Yeah, you know. But I feel like it's with time and whatever form of healing that you can do either on your own with other people that you start filling in those blanks. Yeah, because I mean, ha- have you ever had this where you're like? you didn't realize your childhood or something in your life was fucked up until you were older and were either seeing other friends' families or talking about other friends right. and you're like, oh my God, People are like, that's fucked up. Yeah, I, didn't, like, I just realized like, I'm no, 20 years old. normal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're like, like, what? Yeah. Yeah. There's that David Spade. I just saw David Spade on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a bit where it's like, uh, he was talking about, uh, it slipped out my hand. Um, 
Nobody saw that. I don't know why I said it. <laughs> okay. The microphone slipped out of my hand. Hey, we, you, guys. We're, yeah. you guys, we're also we're just covered in jelly. Yeah, <laughs> it's real slippery well, over here. Well, all right, we go. You want a podcast? Cool, slather up. Uh, slather up. <laughs> slather Get up. that duck grease Let's going. Slather up and press the button, bro. Um, so David Spade. Yeah, well, yeah. Where he was talking about how he's like how when you grow up poor, you don't realize you're poor until like someone tells you it. They're like, uh, you're poor. You're like, no, um, I have uh, two extra tires in the in the in the lawn, so. I'm not poor. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, that that actually is your tar. You're poor. He's like, no, no, no. I have the four tires. Yeah. Plus two extra. That's <laughs> more. That's more. More equals. And then he's like, I'm finally realizing now. We're like, uh, he's like, yeah, uh, I wear the same thing every day. Where your mom's like, you're like, oh my god, I love that outfit. You should wear it again today, mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think that's the power too of being a kid and just being in like. You know, you, ju- you don't know. Yeah. yeah, you don't know. And if it looks fun or exciting or positive, you're just rolling with it. Yeah. And I, I, sometimes I think that's. Part of the joy of the brain, you know, if yeah. there's something where, I don't know, where something is negative as a kid, you can perceive it differently. It helps you get through that shit. Do you, okay, when you think about that stuff, do you, does that kind of worry you? No, it doesn't worry me. It's sometimes, well, now that I'm older, when I was younger, like in college, it was, and I think this is how the natural progression goes, I think, I was mad. Yeah. Where you feel like duped. Okay. Where you feel like, why didn't anybody tell me the truth? I've right. been looking like a fool yeah. this whole time or whatever, when this was a lie. And then I think as you get older, you're like, okay, it wasn't a malicious lie. Mm-hmm. It was just you being a kid and them trying to survive. No one's like lying, lying. Right. Sometimes people lie, but you know what I'm trying yeah. to say. Like, it, it, With time, I think you forgive a little bit more. Yeah. And I, I didn't feel as angry. Uh, yeah. And then like through therapy. Also, how, how would your mom just be like, hey, our life sucks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why would you? Of course you? she's going to be like protective over you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And also like you have to, the thing about like in my situation is, they're pretty functioning, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Even though there was there was br- brief moments of extreme violence and then calm. It's terrible, yeah. It, it would be very functioning. Like, everybody went to school, everybody went to work, everybody had a smile, mm-hmm. everybody... The other thing is, like, we did not have money, but we were also not, like, like the David Spade thing. Like, yeah. we could pass, I guess for lack of a better term, when some of my other friends or, like, family members, it, the outside world could tell they were struggling. Okay. We passed. Yeah. Meaning, like, we didn't have a super ton of hand-me-downs. We didn't have free lunches. You know, that kind of thing. It was very important for my father, like, status. Even though we were, like, low, low middle class. Yeah. He didn't want anybody to know. And my mom also didn't want anybody to know about, uh, like, abuse, I guess. Yeah. That's weird. It's not weird, but that's, that's... The wherewithal that, I guess, is pretty pretty impressive yeah so i don't think you know at least i didn't my experience i don't know if yours was the same because your experience your dad was not present as much well right but like he um in my tw- in my 20s is when he started being a little more present mm-hmm. um, so you were an adult i was an adult yeah yeah so i didn't and i don't know that's the thing too i feel bad because like okay so we have a, a comedian friend whose mom passed away yesterday so that i was with him all day yes you know we all were kind of like getting him drunk basically um I think she passed a cancer. I hope I'm not speaking out of turn. But um, uh, is that a Wisconsin term, by the way? Speaking out of turn? I don't That's know. That's a normal thing? Okay, cool. But I've heard of it often. I found out that um, when a waiter, I think this is normal, by the way, but when a waiter asks you if you're first and he goes, what can I get you? And then uh, in Wisconsin, we say, and if you don't know what you're talking about, if you don't know what you want yet, you go, oh, start with me last. Start with me last. Yeah. I thought that's normal. Start that's with me That's not last. normal. Yeah, it's a strange phrase. Yeah. I'll go last. Yeah, I'll go last. Oh, start with me last. 
Start with it's like me a throwaway. Last. I'll start with me last. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Is that Wisconsin or just you? It's Wisconsin. Because okay. I read a whole article about it. Oh, and there you like, go. Yeah, this is how we're weird. And I'm like, start with me last. That totally makes it doesn't make any sense yeah. whatsoever. Start with me last. Yeah. Yeah. My mom says when things are the same, you know, like half a dozen, uh, six to one, half a dozen to another, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Vaguely. Or Twelve. Yeah. So my mom goes, ah, they're a horse apiece. A horse apiece. Yeah. <laughs> like a horse is a horse. <laughs> They're a horse apiece. Yeah. Oh, man. So I think that's normal. Yeah. Yeah. That state fucks you up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so when you were. Anywho. <laughs> anywho. Was it when you did your Wisconsinisms come out and the grieving process with your, with your friend? Oh, no. Were you like, I'm no, really sorry. I, I don't know how horse that. Horse apiece each. I have mom. no idea. Sorry, Nancy. I have no idea how that popped up. Yeah. Uh, I do. It's ADHD. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's okay, how. Well. <laughs> I feel bad because like, okay, so his mom, like, I think uh, suffered through cancer and then. Uh, so he lost her yesterday and, um, he, I don't know if you remember, he was a little drunk and he was like, I think he was like asking me for advice, but I, I feel like it's cheap. Um, because I feel like you, you dealt with real loss. He dealt with real loss. My, I kind of just knew that was going to happen with my dad. So it wasn't a surprise. I don't, I feel cheapened. When people ask me about like when they con- like, not consoling me, but when they like kind of ask for advice. So can I ask you like because I feel like this happens in the grieving process, or, or, or like when people you're comparing your loss depth to yeah. others, and I don't think mine is nearly as deep as other people. Yeah, which is which is bananas. I think people do that all the time. Yeah. They like gr- have a scale of grading. Yeah, and I'm no therapist by any means, but I feel like it is a way to then distance take your your, your your things down on your wall. <laughs> All these fake degrees I printed. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm like Crayola University. <laughs> the Hall of Seinfeld. It's not real. <laughs> not real. Yeah. But I think it's a way to distance yourself. Like, oh, oh I'm. Yeah. Uh, it's not a real death I'm dealing with. Yeah. I didn't really know the guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, instead of like, oh, your your mom had cancer. That's harsh. Your dad was violent and around. That's harsh. Oh, you know, it's great to empathize and be like, okay, I don't know that exact experience, yeah. but you did have a loss, even if it was a loss before he died. If he, he yeah. wasn't around before, you can mourn something that never was. Right. And that sucks. I don't, I, I don't know. I feel like, okay, so uh, ex-girlfriend now, uh, her, she lost uh, a very close friend to cancer right before I lost my dad. Yeah. And I think something that she said... Uh, I don't want to say that loud. Um, well, I think I think well, that's the other thing too. Just so you know, for this podcast, there's my your, your perception. You're going through some personal stuff currently, uh-huh. so I hope I hope it's forgiving. I hope it's forgivable because I think you're going to say some stuff today. Yeah, yeah, but you know? I, I think, and I know I, that you're trying to be respectful of we're of well, your this family also this and of perception Katie. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more of a perception thing. I just don't want because um, like we all have our own story, uh, and story is very important. Um, but I think the thing is with her, it, it, she has said something like, like, uh, well, I, you know, I saw, I saw the, I saw that happen, you know, like, um, she wasn't saying this in like a malicious way, but it was just like, it was just like, why well, I, I watched this person like disintegrate basically in front of my yeah. eyes. And in, in my response was like, well, I also did too to my dad, but I think the difference is that he chose to do that. Mm-hmm. And sh- this, this person did not. And that's gotta be so much harder well, I think it's like a difference of like just like um, it seems unjust, but yeah. it's still yeah. like that's a good good. Y- you, you, you know, always have a turn of phrase. I tell you, well, <laughs> you know, start with me last. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Of course, like your father, but in, uh, 
here's the thing like there I get what I get it. I get it. Yeah. This seems very unfortunate. There was a young I'm assuming it was a young woman, Younger, right? Yeah. And this this life happened to her right. as opposed to a choices that someone made right. that that came to their decline. Like right. Yeah. Yeah, but the, you, you can't go to somebody with cancer and be like, "Come on, bro, what are you doing?" Yeah. Like with but with someone who's a drug addict, you, you can be like, "Come on." Yeah, bro, what are there you doing? there yeah. is some there is some blame, there is some responsibility, I yeah, guess. Yeah. And there is some shame, but there's also I mean, you, you get into this thing with addiction and mental uh, what, mental illness where mm-hmm. people are like, "It's your fucking fault." And at some point, yes, there are choices, but at other times your dad didn't want to be a drug addict. It's not like he woke up every day being like, "Man, I can't wait. I, drugs are gonna <laughs> drugs are gonna be the way for me." My so, dad didn't wake up it, when he was a kid, yeah, and, and even when he was an adult, be like, "You know what? I think I'm gonna do drink myself to death right. and and make everyone that loves me hate my guts." Right. It, so it's not I, a choice. Can I? Well, point. can I ask you? This brings up a good uh, sidetrack question. Uh, do, so, do you think? addiction in your personal opinion do you think addiction is is an actual disease or do you think it's like a mental problem they had that they mask with their addiction i think it's complicated as fuck yeah and again i know crayola university i don't really have listen it's big as shit (laughs) (laughs) i don't know that we have this fake degree that is not even really on the wall but i feel like drew a picture yourself on there (laughs) Accepting it's your crayola. Yeah. Oh, move the tassel <laughs> yeah. to the other yeah. side of the head. There's four pictures of, of the tassel, <laughs> yeah. just the tassel it's moving. It's a flip book. Yeah. But on the wall. <laughs> on the wall. I guess what I'm saying is I think drug addiction or di- addiction of any kind is very complicated, yeah. right? It is. It usually is based in shame. Yeah. You know, you hear a lot of post-traumatic stress, people going off to war. You hear a lot of abuse, whether sexually or mentally. You have this shame and people turn inward yeah now you also have people who are self-medicating whether it's bipolar whether it's depression you start because you don't want to talk about it so you take a drink you take a snort you do whatever and it helps but it's temporary and then you try to regulate so i don't think you start out i do think something happens yeah most people we know or that i know aren't like this is the way to go. Nobody yeah. wants to end up in a fucking gutter. You right. know what I mean? Like nobody. And then there are societal things like that that happen. Like if you don't have any money, that that can tend to get you that way. If you yeah. do have any money, if you do have money, but you're not loved in a certain way, you'll spend all your money on drugs. Like addiction is across the board, race, gender, economic standing. It gets every fucking body. Right. So I think it's part of the human condition. Now, yeah. again, it's not like cancer where there's not like a lot of empathy. Right. Because people see it as you choosing to shit on your life. Right. Now, here's the thing. I also, my dad is not my favorite human. Right. So I'm saying this and also hating, which is a very strong word, but at some point in my life, I hated him. Yeah. And I did think it was his fault. you still have those feelings towards him? Time heals. It's amazing what time does. Yeah. It, it really is. Like, yeah. I am not as angry as I once was. I can see glimmers of... Uh, joy and things that he did well and acceptance, which I have a really hard time with. That's why I'm not good with the program. Acceptance to me, it feels like giving up when that's not what it is. I need to like reframe my brain. Yeah. It feels like being like, uh, I settled, which is not what acceptance is. But anyway, you got to accept the limitations of who people are. Um, now as far as like cancer versus cancer versus drug addiction. Yeah. I don't think they're, I think they're apples and oranges. You know what I mean? Well, they're both round. (laughs) Yes, yes. How about bananas? They're apples and bananas. You know, they're both fruit. Yeah. And I can't imagine like just going back to what Katie is saying, like I cannot imagine seeing someone you love who is young 
for no fault of their own except for that their body betrayed them, which is a very dramatic sentence. But, you yeah. know, cancer is... In a way, yeah. You know, and that they don't survive. Right. I can't imagine that kind of pain. Yeah. But that it's doesn't terrible. lessen your pain. You can have equal pain, right. and it doesn't compete with each other. But that's really difficult, I think. Yeah. Especially too, you you guys haven't in my you guys haven't dealt with grief. That's why when right. people die, or if there's something that happens, my friend the Coffins, they had a death in their family, and I'm like, I'm real afraid for their marriage. Yeah. They ended up working it out. Everything was all right, but it can be. Yeah. It can break people, and that's not. It's just life. Grief grief fucks people up, man. Right. It really does. And yeah, it so sucks. It's crazy because like even my mom, I was talking a couple days ago, and then <clears throat> she even, she even was like, I know uh, people have been married for ten plus years who haven't had to deal with what you two dealt with within such a short span. Yeah, and and that's the thing. Like you know, with our breakup, I feel like it was a lot of collateral damage that basically happened through what we both because like she dealt with her loss mm-hmm. and and other things. Uh, like like maybe a month before I started dealing with my year. Yeah. So I think all of a sudden it switched into like a very selfish, what about me mode for both of us, mm-hmm. understandably. Yeah. And, and, I, then, yeah. and yeah. that's tricky where you feel like your partner is not giving you the space or the support to grieve. Right. And you're both oh, in you're that both same position. Yeah. 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 And I mean, so and, and, I mean, how couldn't that effect how could it not yeah and i yeah. think i think another argument was like it's like heartbreaking well, this should have brought us to closer together but i think it's also like like you know what we talked about a year ago that's kind of interesting that we're, we're redoing this good idea Kel. it was mine uh, it, was just kidding. Just <laughs> <laughs> it was ours he has his own degrees on the wall <laughs> yeah. called haha look at me well this I is a it. this is a light bright degree <laughs> 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 wait it's no just, it's unplugged let me plug it it's in it's just a long Boop. caterpillar yeah. that says you can do it <laughs> <laughs> um so what the fuck was i just talking about you were talking about last year, oh. connecting it to this kind of grieving you and Katie. Yeah, oh, where it was like, you know, it was like, why didn't this bring us closer together? And I think it was one of those things where it's like, I didn't know how I was going to react. And I didn't realize, so we broke up on my birthday. Um, you're right, that's wrong, so wrong. Uh, <laughs> Way to milk it, bro. I know, <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm touching the teats. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're fake miming, uh, milking a mouse. Is that what's going on? Well, right I have now? a tiny, tiny uh, a cow in my pocket. Okay. It's gotcha. a cow in my pocket. Start with me last. Um, Wisconsin thing. Yeah, cow pies. You ever had cow pie? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, which is just dog- cow shit. No, it's not. It's a dessert. They co- No, what they call... Okay, real cow poop is called cow pies. Gotcha. And then they made a dessert after a yeah, cow pie. I focus on the dessert element. I know. It. It's very good. <laughs> it's delicious. There's nuts in there. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's like a turtle, but not. Yeah, it's a turd. Mm-hmm. Um, a turtle. So. Uh, you should have got together. You should have uh-huh. helped each other, but it didn't help. Well, us. I think it's just like you just to. don't know. You don't know how it's going to affect you, right? So I was going through. So, I mean, it was like non-fucking-stop. And then I'll, I'll, we'll talk about the second part, which is the worst part of this whole whole death thing in a second. And uh, What's that the money, the money, yeah, yeah. So well, we'll just go into it. Sorry, Nancy. Uh, we have to start this, right? T-shirts, everything. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But let's get Am into I that. Am I pushing it too hard? I'm no, pushing it. I think sorry, Nancy. So everybody's behind. The hard, okay, so the hardest thing through my year was this: is not the loss sucked, um, obviously. And then the thing is, is that like, okay, so my, you know, my dad was in the car wash industry, and he sold a bunch of car washes before he died. So there is money there mm-hmm. it's not like the most amount of money in the whole entire world but it is kind of a life-changing amount right mm-hmm. and uh he never had a will he never had a prenup 
and he bought this Russian bride seven, eight years ago. Brickheads, if we can say anything, get your paperwork get in your order. Get your paper, yeah. I know nobody thinks they're going to die. Yeah. But I, I had a similar experience. I didn't have the money, but yeah. even that it wasn't... It's a nightmare yeah. when people don't prepare. So go ahead. I'm so it sorry. But I just want to do yeah. a little PSA. Yeah. Get your shit in order. Oh, it was crazy. So I don't know if he talks about this, but like, um, so I'm in a probate lawsuit, whatever, with my Russian stepmother who thinks that I don't deserve anything. Which is bananas. And yeah. that it's really unfortunate. But this happens a lot of families. I right. Think, you know? And so Ugh. like, that is my number one focus right now is making sure that's okay. And then also my number two, because my mom got diagnosed with MS this year as well. I, I need this to work out so I can take care of her because she would do the same for me. So I'm so hyper-focused on making sure that, I mean, this girl is, when my dad died, she, we had a condo and they had a condo in Chicago. She tried to go to the condo association and get her, get the condo changed to her name right when he died. That's the type of person I'm dealing with. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, she still to this day has not said, I'm sorry for your loss. Like my grandparents were there at the, at the funeral and they went up to her and was like, I just found this out the other day and was like, you know, my condolences. I love, you know, we all love Jeff. He was who he was, whatever. And then she's like, okay. And then just walked away from an 87 year old woman at the time saying, you know, the sweetest person you've ever met in your entire life mm-hmm. and who like works the room. Like when they walk in, my grandparents, when they walk into a room, the whole room looks at them. They're, that's they're like those type of people. Mm-hmm. And this girl couldn't even be like, thank you. Cordial. Yeah. Yeah. And she had a veil, <laughs> like a black veil. And she was, overly selling uh how sad she was but she wouldn't speak she wouldn't speak she didn't want to speak uh so when i did i when i did my um eulogy i almost just to fuck with her i almost was like okay i'm gonna bring up his his wife because she wanted to say something just to fuck with her just to make her look bad but then i didn't which is my biggest regret ever Uh, (laughs) (laughs) well it just stinks when like that you can't even focus on the thing because now you got to scramble for the money right you got to scramble where it could be a year process yeah it sucks with this and i i have to deal with i have i have to cordially deal with this person who is it's weird it's the weirdest thing having to have be nice to somebody who is actively trying to take everything from you yeah i can't imagine yeah and she's the absolute worst person I've ever met in my whole entire life. And it's just like, why is this fucking working out for you? Because Wisconsin law is very for her. Uh, and she knows it. And she manipulates it. And she's manipulating her lawyer, everybody. It's in fucking sane. And then so that to me, because this is a constant reminder of how my dad wasn't there for me. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So I'm consistently being reminded that my dad didn't care for me or didn't didn't think enough for me to protect me. Right. Yeah. So that is what's fucking with me the most. So during this process, I didn't realize I was like kind of taking it out on Katie in a lot of ways because I was running away from life. Uh, and then what do you mean by that? Running away. I from was life. so well. Also, I was like, okay, 35. My dad just died. He's 60 something, uh, 66 or whatever. I don't even know any of that. Uh, who cares? Uh, it's, age is just a number. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. It's just like that thing, you know. Okay, so we're performers and we want this to work. So we have this amazing podcast, which everybody should listen to. And uh, but like, I don't know. Like I just, I just wanted to be. I just wanted things to work out for me. So I think also when I was home, I was home thinking. But if I was out, I wasn't thinking because I was too busy talking to people, being around people. So I didn't have to. I didn't have to like process things so by know? running away from life you're just like you were out you were social that's I was how being you social yeah you... but it's more is more career driven than anything and 
I did tell Katie. So you 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 delve you dove into work. I dove into work, and your yeah. work is comedy. Yeah. So yeah, like I'm a com- do you know I'm a com- comedian? Yeah, I don't ever heard. I, I think I've seen you on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but so that. Oh wait, that's, yeah, yeah. You followed me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's what. That's what how you. That's how you processed it. You were yeah. out. You but I didn't work. realize I was processing it that way. Mm-hmm. And then when Katie and I broke up on my birthday, uh, after she took me to dinner, uh, sorry. At least she got some food out of the yeah, deal. Good well, job. I, yeah, she paid for it. Thank you. Oh, that's uh, nice. Uh, I had I didn't cry all year. I had a complete breakdown, yeah. like tears. Uh, I when I I guess when I cry, I sit down for some reason. Are you a sit down crier? Like like on the wall on the floor. Oh, like you down. melt. Yeah, like I melt yeah. on the yeah. yeah yeah yeah. I mean, it was everything, and it was just like it was the whole breakdown. I was like, I can't handle this year anymore. This is the worst fucking year. And then I didn't realize how badly I needed that. Yeah yeah. Because when I did cry. Uh, and everything, everything kind of came out. Ever since then, I've felt a thousand times better. Yeah, we all fight crying. I think, and I know, like, like men are trained not to. It's weak, but I yeah. was also also I'm German trained. You know, there's a thing like there's a stoic Midwestern like you yeah. get your shit together. Yeah, and uh, and I know for men as even as young boys, you're not allowed to cry. Right, it's, it's very frowned upon, and it feels great. It is a release yeah. when it's done. Yeah, the release People is People human cry for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> like, it feels good. And I still fight it to this day. And I'm like, why are you fighting it? Right. When you cry, it's like the biggest release. It's like a combination of like popping zits and farting. <laughs> it's like yeah. every good like... Yeah, popping zit while you fart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like an emotional zip pop. And it's like, this is... Am- why? Emotional why, zip pop. Why do people fight it? Why yeah. have we been trained to not cry? Yeah. Because it feels... Freaking amazing! Yeah, I mean, we're not the Terminator. <laughs> you know, nobody is. We can we, we can cry. Yeah, and like you bottle that shit up for a year and beyond. If we're gonna be honest, yeah. I mean, a, a year is a lot. It's a lot. Let alone all the times you don't. You know, like I know, like a lot of guys look. Like, I can count the times I've cried in my hand. I'm like, yeah. why are you bragging about that, yo? <laughs> like yeah, you're it's gonna, gonna come attack, out somewhere. Yeah. Exactly. Like yeah. it's coming out, yeah. man. Oh, anyway. I know. I've been waiting for this, but I haven't watched it yet. But the uh, you watch Friday Night Lights, right? Dude, I the, weep. The Saracen I weep. episode where his dad died. Uh, yeah. <sighs> it's coming. Man. I'm like, when I feel it, I'm going to watch that episode. Yeah. And I'm going to cry like a little bitch. But that's the thing. Yeah. Like, isn't it great? You're like, okay. Especially if you like. in my back pocket. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like. Because I own the DVDs. If you're not comfortable having because I'm not comfortable having the emotions just overwhelm me out of nowhere yeah. you know which has happened occasionally but I'm like nope nope keep it yeah. together why not schedule a safe emotional moment right and I think finding a movie is a great way to do okay, it so I, I think that's how I as still hell. had stuff bottled up I didn't realize so when I watched uh <laughs> born in East LA I fucking cried at the end of that movie <laughs> Yeah. When he, did you ever see that movie? No, no, I know what you're talking. About. I know what you're talking. Yeah, about, yeah, yeah. There's this part when he like goes across the border and he has all these people. I don't. For some reason, it was just like Niagara what Falls. About home, family. I mean, yeah. hello. And my chest is feeling so tight. Uh huh. Like, for, for the week, and it's I'm like, coming. I thought I was having a heart attack. I was like, oh my god, I'm drinking too much. I don't know, I'm gonna die soon. It's not cool. And then that happened, and I was like tearing up, and then I was like. Oh, that was what it was. It yeah. was just a yeah. good cry that needed to come out. Thank you, Born in East LA. Yeah. <laughs> Comes like, in those strangest weird, places. Yeah, but I think it's I think it's it's good. I mean, I don't know. I'm no therapist, like I said, but I feel like why not? If you know that you're dealing with some shit, yeah. and you can schedule a time, yeah. to just like, hey, put the blinds down. Yeah, 
I'll turn off my light bright. I mean, uh, pe- yeah. <laughs> people do it when they're masturbating. Why can't you do it when you're crying? Kelsey, people I don't schedule- think you're masturbating right. <laughs> well, you don't have a light bright when you're masturbating. Oh, man, I had such a good masturbate cry last night. Kels. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, like, it's a release as well. Yeah. People t- I guess what I'm trying to say is people take time for that. Yeah. That seems to be an important part of people's day. Why isn't, like, not you have to do it every day, crying. <laughs> what are you but, talking about? But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's human. It's, like, normal yeah. to do it. So why not put it in? Yeah, and but it's just weird. It was one of those things where like I really, really needed it, and yeah. I didn't, and then it everything came to perspective, and I didn't realize. Uh, okay, so in, in Wisconsin law, right, um, the spouse gets to. Are we okay in time? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The uh, the spouse gets to claim residence as their own, and they get a hundred percent of that. And then I guess any car that's in there. My dad bought this like uh, Mercedes Roadster. Which the last conversation I had with my dad was in this car, and he was like, "I want to leave you this car," which was weird because I was like, "Why are you telling me that, Dad?" And so, I it was just like, "Come on, like, like let's honor something that he did." And then so she's trying to claim that house is her own, which is fine. That's what she gets, but that's like you know four hundred thousand dollar house or something. And then she she just got a new uh, Lexus SUV. She's like, "That's my car," and I was like, "Fine, it's your car." And now she's trying to claim this like. 100,000 plus car as her own. And my argument was like, if she can drive that down the street, then it's hers. Because she doesn't even know how to fucking use that thing. Yeah. And it's kind of like, that. come on, that was the last place I saw my dad. Yeah. And he had all the stereo equipment and like that was where, where him and I kind of bonded was through that because I used to work at like Best Buy in the stereo. So he just, he really latched on to that with us and he bought all stuff. So I had like messaged her and I was like, hey, you know, this is what's important to me and it was like, the thing that him and I talked about. So I'd like to have his stair equipment, you know, and I was like all the furnishings, everything. He has like four condos. So two houses and two condos. That's all yours. You can, you picked all that out in my head. I'm like, you picked all that out. You deserve that. Right. She's a very good interior decorator. Mm -hmm. And she did. She really did so much for the houses and she kept them up. Like she was a very good quote unquote housewife, which is what he wanted. Which I don't, I don't like that, 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 um, but you're respecting the fact that like, listen, your relationship with my dad, I understand that maybe it was not a relationship that I valued or whatever. I mean, they hated each other or or, yeah, or like that you did. But the fact that like, that, like I understand what he wanted, what your relationship was and I'm honoring that. What's like, what's right is right. Yeah. That's, I always look at things like what's right is right. That's why even with her, I was just like, I have, I have every right to be like, fuck you. He bought you online. I deserve everything. But no, I don't because he was a piece of shit to her. 100% 100% he was misogynistic and he just wanted this like housewife and he's he was a bad bad person to her in a lot of ways he and was not a great husband he was not a great husband or person I mean there's two different that's two different yeah things. what's what I'm saying to him like trying to like the other thing of like which I feel is like when you're so mad at someone who's in your family member of like that distinction of like there are things that you're doing that I right. don't like right even and, though you're my father and I love you yeah but you're not a good person yeah and so even like, okay, so I think I talked about this last year, but, um, so he, you know, he bought this woman online or whatever, but it was through his website. And then to get her visa, they had to like submit their whole conversation together for some reason. So yeah. I read that. Do you remember me talking about this? Yeah. Well, I saw the stack of like, you yeah, had, like, you did my email house. Yeah, printouts yeah, yeah. of their. So I read, and I said, so I, I read some of the grossest things <laughs> I've ever seen my father say to people. Uh-huh. Like, I like things Lewinsky style, like yeah. stuff like that. It was also not a great pickup line. Right. And it's like, that was 10 years later, buddy. (laughs) 
<laughs> You're like, you need a timelier reference, mm-hmm. my friend. Yeah, he's like, uh, hey, uh, <laughs> uh, and I can't think of anything quick. Um, <laughs> he's like, um, yeah, Heather, Heather yeah, like a good that. old fashioned Stanford and son. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> like, what is that? I don't what? know what that is. Explain um, your reference. It's a Wisconsin thing. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so, some of the things he was saying to her were like, I mean, like, I'm going to buy you gym membership because I like my girls tight and small, like that. Yeah, yeah. I, re- I read these in one night and I felt so bad for her that I, I went to the next day and I was, I kind of was like, hey, I kind of, I was like, I saw some things and I just want to let you know that um, I'm sorry and he should never treat you like that. And I just want you to know that that wasn't passed on to me. So I don't talk to people like that and I don't believe in that. And I was raised by, I, you know, she hates my mom, but I was like, my mom taught me right. My grandmother taught me right. And I, I, on behalf of my dad, I apologize for all that he's ever done to you. And then she was just like, whatever, like not didn't even affect her at all. That's how bad this person is. Yeah. Well, it's just like you, this is so hard as well as like, you cannot reach some people. Right. You just can't. And I, and there might be a whole reason. Yeah. There might be a whole reason. I wrote letters to her. Yeah. Saying like we don't have to like each other, but you need to respect me. I lost my dad. Like you not want you can't like yeah. You have to understand that like you don't like him and you're mad at him too. But also understand that he's the one that does us. I'm not the one that does this. Be nice to me. Yeah, please. And like and you might not even realize why. Yeah. Like the other thing that I try to do is like I try to figure out why people are reacting the way they are, and yeah. that just drives you mental. Right. You're where you're like, well, you're taking it out on me, and I look like my dad, or I have something with my dad, or like right. you know, and you're like you can't even play that game. Right. You can't reach some people. Period. But end of story. I'm so obsessed with backstory, right? Mm-hmm. Backstory is so important. And that's like in any relationship I have, it's like even like going on, you know, when you're dating people or whatever, my number one go-to is always like, tell me a story about yourself. I want to hear stories because I want to I, – I don't know you until – I don't care about where you went to college, you know, what, what your first job, you know, whatever. Tell me a story about you and then I, I, I can understand you, right? Yeah. And then I understand your feelings. I understand why you react to certain things in certain ways. Backstory is the most important thing. So I had so much backstory on her that I started feeling for her in a lot of ways. You saw her as a human. Yeah. And I see why she's protective and I see why she – I think ultimately she just wants – I mean she's very materialistic. But I think also in in a way that she doesn't want to explain, she's also very hyper-focused on making sure her daughter's okay. Mm -hmm. And I respect that. I do. And that's why I think a 50-50 split's fair. Even though she's only with this person for seven, eight years, whatever, he's my dad for 35 years, I still think 50 is fair because she put up with a guy that called her cunt all the time, right? Yeah. Which is not right. Yeah. Um, so I, I see that, but she doesn't see that for me. Mm-hmm. And that's upsetting because it's like I had a dad for 35 years who abandoned me for 20 of the, those years who chose jugs over me, who, who like could have – could have protected me in so many different ways and he decided not to. Mm-hmm. So for a year plus now, I'm dealing with that like constant reminder because I have to deal with her of this man who was my f- only father figure really who just abandoned me left and right and then could have protected me, could have protected himself, but he just he would cared he hated the hated this girl. I mean, I had countless amount of conversations with him where <clears throat> I mean, he was like seeing other people, so was she. Um, and he just was constantly like, I, I, I want a divorce, but I never signed a prenup. And we all were like, sign a prenup before you marry this person. And then, um, it was just like, he just, 
I don't know what his decision was. He just put himself in bad positions because I think he was self-destructive, obviously, because he killed himself through heroin uh, and a bunch of other things. Um, and it just sucks still. At first, it was fun because it was like, oh, well, this is – it wouldn't be my dad if this had happened. So it was kind of like this like thing. And it's turned into this new hatred I have for him, and it really fucking hurts because yeah. I don't want to hate my dad at all. Yeah. And this person who I'm dealing with on a day-to-day basis – is reminding me how much I hate my dad. And I hate every second of that. Yeah. And I wonder if it's just part of it, where it's like, instead of fighting it, like fighting the tears, like yeah. I think part of the grieving process is anger. Yeah. And like, you're allowed to feel your fucking feelings. Now, it But be- I hate her for making me feel that. I know. Well, because it feels like you're giving him power, right? Right. Like you have power over me, but it really isn't her. Right. It's This shit is between you and your dad. She is a catalyst. She is an extra. Yeah. She is just a physical reminder of the thing that you never got. Right. You know? And so it's very hard to not take it out on someone because he, she's here and he's not. Yeah. You know? And it's, it's yeah. It and sucks. also, she's not she's not making very kind choices as well. No. It's not like, it would be different if it was more affable. I'm just like so damn stubborn that I still feel like I can break through to her one of these days. Yeah. And I know I'm not, that's I know that, I'm that, never going to. You and to. I are the same about this ex- acceptance. Yeah. Where you're like, you just sometimes have to accept that this is as far as it's go- It's going to yeah. go. And that's why you have lawyers. And that's why you have other right. things in place. Which sucks because like when we looked at lawyers, I looked at these two lawyers, right? These two law firms. The first person I looked at, I was like, that guy looks like a fucking asshole. I'm not dealing with that guy. So I went with the second one, which they're both very highly respected lawyers. And of course, that's her lawyer. Yeah. And that guy is such a son of a bitch that, but then I'm like, that's what you needed. Mm. You know, I love my lawyer, but like we have like a, <laughs> we, in a weird way, we have like a mother son relationship. I'm not mother son, but like, you know, it's, we have a friendship. Yeah, your comrades. Like, well, like a, not like a friendship. That's kind of weird to say, but like, I like her a lot, and I think she really, really care, like really feels for what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. Um, but I need, I need a fucking son of a bitch. You say you need a shark. I need but a here's shark. the thing, Jonah, yeah. that I feel like it's like the kind of life you want to lead, right? Like, and I don't think there's this shame or something about it where it's like you are someone who is trying to be empathetic. Yeah, trying. You are a softer human, and that isn't bad. I'm not soft. I'm a hard man. See, I'm exactly kidding. right. You get, especially with men. You like, you get defensive. Like, but that is human. Yeah, like that is. You don't want to be a shark. Right. You don't want to be this woman. That's not the life you want. You're never gonna be that person. And maybe that does means that you don't get all the cars. Yeah. But. You're living a different life, yeah. and like I feel like that—that that beating yourself up is part of the anger, yeah. you know, of like, well, well, my dad didn't protect me. This lady's a bitch. Now I'm getting walked all over. I need to get what's mine. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can turn into like, I've seen that happen where yeah. like you turn into like, well, I'm gonna be the hard ass yeah. that nobody was for me, and then you turn into the asshole. But I can't do. That. I and try. then you hate yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can't. So I it's just a cycle. Want everyone that's to fucked. be happy. Yeah. But the the major pressure right now, um, I, I, you know, my mom listens to the podcast, is that like, I have to protect my mom. I have to. I have to take care of her. Uh, this is why I'm going to start tearing up. Uh, because, like, she's the greatest person I've ever met in my whole entire life. And everybody that meets her says that. And it's like. She is great on she's Facebook. She's great, yeah. <laughs> I've never I met know, her in real mom, life. I know. When my mom likes my friends' <laughs> things, they're like, if I get a Jill Jerkins like, I know it's good. <laughs> no. We were interacting this yeah, morning, and yeah. I'm like, "Don't catch the greatest." And she's and and I just feel like she gets the short. She's one of those people where you're like, "Why are you getting the short on the stick all the time?" And a lot of the reasons she did was because of my dad. And the thing is, is that dude, everything worked out for him, and he turned into this rich heroin addicted man who just always got what he. Other than the death thing, everything worked out yeah, for him. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, it sounded like he had not the greatest life. Well, 
he financially. Had a really, yeah, he had a really crazy fun life. Um, but you're right. Uh, he had a lot of. I mean, he was running from some demons, right? Uh, yes. He had some fucking major... And that was like my eulogy was like, Jeff Jerkins was a... was a, he, I, I said he was a pain in the ass. He was misogynistic. He was this and that. But my dad was this amazing... Uh, he had a really amazing heart. Like, he really cared for people. Uh, and that's the thing. Was like, my eulogy was like, don't look at him as Jeff Jerkins with the demons. Look at him as your, as your father, your friend, your brother, your son. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the person you should remember him by. And uh, which is amazing. I mean, it's something people cry. I'm so good at it. Uh, <laughs> but you're saying like he he did negatively affect your right. mom's life and your life. Well, you can't forget you. Yeah. Here. Well, I think yeah, but I'm okay. I'm fine. Uh, I care for her, and like I think uh, I I I mean she got diagnosed with MS. That's a that's scary, right? And she doesn't. She lives. She's an incredible person. She lives a good life, and she she appreciates appreciates everything she has, and she always looks at the 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 the, shy, the happier things in life. But like, I mean, I just feel like to me, I have to make this work out because I want to give my mom the life that she deserves. Right. That's my number one goal. Yeah. Is that so? That's why I'm like this fucking person, who also has never treated my mom nicely, uh, cannot win in this because this one person that I look up to so much, she has to win. Mm -hmm. And to me, the thing that scares me the most is that like, all right, when this is all said and done, I'm afraid that like, if I, if it does work on my favor, that's when it it comes to a point in her life where she can't really, uh, um, experience the life that I can give her now because of this new, I mean, she's fine. She's doing great. But, like, you never know. Yeah. And I think so, she's scared. I'm scared. Yeah. Well, um, it is scared. I mean. But it's like, that's not yeah. right. Like, I just feel like it's one of those things where it's just not right to happen to her. Yeah. Well, and you're right. I have to make it work for her. I have to make it work for her. I have to. So that's like the. Well, what worst case scenario, <laughs> right? Yeah. Listen. Yeah. Worst case scenario, though. Like, you guys have been a team for your whole life. Yeah. You really have. Like, worst case scenario, you don't get as much. Whatever that number is. Whatever the yeah. goal is. You don't get the thing that you want yeah. from and and this other woman, this this bri- Russian bride or whatever yeah. we're calling her, uh, for legal terms. If you, uh, <laughs> my mom calls her a cunt. So. <laughs> well, okay, if yeah. her, if right? Jill Jerkins <laughs> calls somebody a and then a fucking cunt. Yeah. So you if this know, woman blocks yeah. you because yeah. she, for whatever reason, she blocks you, right? Worst case, you don't get what you want. Right. What's gonna happen to you and your mom? You're still going to love each other. Yeah, but like, yeah. You're still going to be... We're fine now, right? I mean, she's fine how she is now. Mm-hmm. She's great and she's loves life. And But like, it's just like, come on. Like, let's just let's just shower her with... She's not materialistic. She did, never has been. She doesn't look at life that way. Mm-hmm. But let's just give that to her, right? Yeah. So Let, it's allow to me you. to be do that to her yeah. for for her do that to her let me do that to her <laughs> all right it's getting uh, real yeah. edible of it yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no allow me to like you know like come on dad mm-hmm. and a lot of, and then like so she i think why she, one of the reasons she, uh she had M- ms maybe is because she had this uh she had hepatitis c for a long time and she's clear of that now but to my knowledge that virus is it hepatitis c a virus I guess that's one of the things that can cause MS, I guess. Um, my mom's probably like, you're wrong. Uh, but then, uh, <laughs> Facebook, to my Facebook knowledge, guys. she got that through my dad, yeah. who almost was malicious about it. was like, yeah, I'm the one. I knew I knew that I had it, and I yeah. made sure that. And I was like, you're the one that fucking caused all that shit. Now you're the one that should be able hey, to take care yeah. of her. Yeah. yeah, and I think you're looking for, and I get this, man. I really do. I still struggle with this. 
the scales of justice in life are right. not always that clear. I know. And it you sucks. feel like this life should be like this. Yeah. Life should be good people should good things should happen to good people, bad things should happen to bad people. Right. But that isn't how it works. I know. It's and it chaos, sucks how it man. kind of flips a little bit. Yeah. When you see when I see somebody like my mom go through what she goes with with a smile on her face, it's it tears me apart. Yeah. But she is the definition of strength. Yeah. Like that is and what a life. Yeah. You know, and yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like and I get it, this instinct of you to like protect and become the man and be the person and all those things are very admirable, right? You're right, I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> but there's also other stuff going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? So in the in the journey of all of this, what happens when you become blinded by this protection? Right. You know, I just, I, I just always wary of that. You yeah, know, like, like, a, like yeah, I, but I, like, um, I mean, no matter what, I mean, I hope I'll you get fine. All, listen, I hope you get all that gold. Well, you know, I just rubles, I, rubles, rubles. Even if <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, with you, the way that I, even I hate this person so much, but something happens where it was like, all right, you you get seventy percent, and she gets thirty percent. I still would be like, no, give her fifty. That's how my brain works. Uh, which I, I isn't right. In a lot, a lot of ways, I should protect you just me over do what everybody. The law says, right, Jonah? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. when you get that contract, don't yeah. be giving that shit away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I'm like, not your lawyer. You know when somebody offers, but I'm like, uh, yeah, you know, keep right. what they say. Like when, like when people <laughs> offer you money for like a gig, when you first start getting paid, there's a part of you where you're like, oh no, no, I'll just do it for free. You're like, well, no, no, what are you doing, idiot? Take mm, the money. Yeah, no, take that. Take money. the money and run. Take the money. Um, but I, I'm so obsessed with 50 50. I, not, this wasn't Katie in any way, in any way, should perform the thing I'm going to say right now. I have dated people where I'm like, it, no, it should be fair. It's 50 50. And they've argued with me about, like, no, it shouldn't. It's not. I go, you're having an argument with me about how you think things shouldn't be fair? <laughs> what kind of person are you? Like, you know, they're like, well, just because cause I was like, if you're this way, I, 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 you should allow me to be this way, like in a certain way, because it's fair. You're about like equal partnership. Yeah, or like if they're going to be a certain way about something. Like if they're very jealous, you have to allow me to be jealous at times too because that's fair. And they're like, things aren't fair, okay? I'm like, are you arguing against that? (laughs) What kind of person are you? Um, And I I just look at everything as it should be fair. I don't know how – I don't know where that came from. I don't know why I look at it because I don't think – you know. Maybe it was for my mom and grandma. No, I think I it's. I think it's. It's. It's a sort of beautifully idealistic way to want the world it's to moronically work. Moronically, no, no. Because here's the thing: I feel like just because it seems like shiny and positive and the way you want the world to be, that doesn't mean you stop striving for it, right. even when life smacks you in the face. Yeah. But know that life is chaos. That doesn't mean you can't not try. Right. I just feel like the the thing that. You, it's a t- it's another task. Yeah. Now it's an important task to you. Yeah. It feels very much connected to your identity, to to your, to your joy, to your mom, to your relationship. So I'm not saying that it's not an important task, but there's you are also missing in it a little bit. And yeah. I feel like that's what therapy has already to- told me a bunch. Okay. Of like, where are you? Yeah. Like, where's little Jonah? Like, you're the only one that shows I'm up. I'm a big boy now. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, you're the only one that shows up every day for you you know what i mean oh i gurgle did you see that i gurgle on my throat all the time (laughs) it's really bad for voiceover or it really hurt (laughs) you know and that's one of the things sprint's great Uh. (laughs) get out of here but anyway it's just one of those things where i wonder if that's the next phase of like eventually you're gonna not to get all michael jackson-y but you're gonna have to like you know man in the mirror shit oh yeah not die (laughs) jesus (laughs) 
touch little <laughs> don't <pores>? whisper die <laughs> to the microphone <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i don't know i don't know i'm just like such in this thing where like i i'm so focused hyper focused on this 50 50 thing that i'm willing to spend every single dime that i could inherit uh on legal fees just to make sure it's 50 50 yeah like that's where i'm fucking yeah. at with her so you're you're because like you said i don't think hyper focus yeah. hyper focus i don't think that she uh i i think her the way that the way that she uh acts should not be um god damn it i had a whole what's the thing when uh <laughs> i'm uh, listening face oh uh, yeah yeah you do and you're biting you're biting your fingernails which i heard in them oh sorry yeah yeah um I just don't think, I don't think her, the way that she's reacting should be rewarded. Yeah. And I hate that feeling. You know, you see somebody's like a son of a bitch and that everything's working out for him. Like, how is yeah. that being rewarded? Yeah. I, I, I it, tr- preach, Jonah. Yeah. It really bothers me. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like that comparing thing. You're like, the world should be this way and I see who you are and you should be punished for it. That's not how, that's yeah. not how it works. You just live your life. And the rewards or not will come as oh. they will. You can't control that shit. I wrote like, some amazing emails to her, and I know that I fuck, fucking affected her. I know that. You know See, you know when you're talking to somebody, you're like, I fucking just got you. Yeah. But and look I at all the energy you're expending. You I could know. be putting that somewhere else to like trying to change somebody. I'm not saying. This is number one. Just I'm not I'm, I'm not saying don't fight for the money, Jim. No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. I'm kidding. But I'm like those emails, those things. Yeah. It's like. You know, like what you guys aren't friends. You guys aren't even in a relationship. You are in a business transaction. Well, I mean, we're having sex. <laughs> no, you're not. God, That's gross. gross. Grody. Yeah, I just feel like that kind of hyper focus can really help you with other parts of your life, and yeah. it will probably help you here, which is great. Yeah. I'm not saying it's negative. I feel like when I've experienced that, it's pushed people away. Yeah, which it did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It 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 can it can have negative effects on right. other parts yeah, of your yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and uh, I agree. And it sucks. But it's just... A, and maybe that's where you need to be right now. You know, I'm not trying to like make you feel... glass on the ground. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> it makes you feel bad about yourself by any means because this is just part of the... There is like no right, there is no wrong agreement. Right. It just fucking happens. Yeah, it just happens. And you try not to harm as many people as you melt down the wall and cry. Yeah. That's the other thing. Like, I feel like the one thing that, I, that I've seen other people grieve, including my dad, when he grieved a lot, like when he was alive when your dad and died? addict... Yeah, he. I mean, he had other people close to him oh, who died. Yeah, sorry. And he I was kidding. and he grieved lashing out. Yeah. And I feel like that's the only like quote unquote wrong way to grieve. Right. When you like drag and pull other people down with you kicking and screaming. Right. And I think it happens sometimes. You can't help it. But like, when if it's a pattern. Yeah. It's harmful, man. That, that's the thing I was, I'm kind of concerned about too. Uh, was that, and I don't think I I have been, but I think like you know with Katie it was like, uh. I just didn't want to be home because I didn't want to think about things. Yeah. So I was uh, hyper focused. Use that word again on career, and I think in a in a weird way I was. I mean, like you know, we'd argue, and I def I can have a very sharp edge to me when I'm pushed a lot. My mom has that too. Uh, she's made me cry, and uh, but she's great. <laughs> um, so I think that came out a few times, and it was a lot of. I think it was. Um, a lot of frustration not knowing that like a lot was happening with my this dad's shit that was happening this reminder of my dad and then at the same time i had somebody who i didn't feel was being at all empathetic towards what i was going through and i was asking this person to just lighten up for me and Are you talking me... about katie when you say this person yeah okay i was I, being I, protective oh oh my god i'm so sorry <laughs> no, no no i didn't well, mean clearly it. that's who i'm talking about yeah but i just wanted to make it clear. yeah yeah and then um 
I and then I think she was going through what she was going through, understandably, and I think she was hyper hyper focused. I use that word again uh, on what she wanted, what she wanted to move all of her place, uh, and then she wanted certain things to happen, understandably, and I don't think she realized how hard she was being on me. And then I was asking something of her, which she wasn't giving me, which was reminding of reminding me of the thing that I was dealing with with my dad, never protecting me. So I think I was putting all those things together, and I was being overly uh, defensive and upset, and kind of taking it out on her a little bit mm-hmm. at times. Yeah. Uh. So it was just it was just a whole ball of fuck. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? well, that's the thing, man. It sucked. It just sounds like like I said before, it's like heartbreaking because I you and Katie. I, I'm an outsider, yeah. right? I don't really know. I mean, you never know. Yeah. You, you seemed very great together. And this happens to people. Yeah. And it sucks that, yeah. like, sometimes a, tr- a, a trauma or more than one trauma will happen. Yeah. And it breaks people. And that doesn't mean they're not strong. It doesn't mean they didn't have love. It doesn't mean any of that stuff. Right. It just means the timing was terrible. The time is terrible. And it didn't, it didn't. It, it couldn't, it, it couldn't stay together. Right. The thing, whatever, whatever broke, broke for a while. Yeah. Now, maybe not forever. I don't know. Who knows what 20 years, I don't, I have no idea what things happen. Right. But people have, this is a very hard thing for people to get through together. For sure. And yeah. I, I, I feel, you know, like, I know like she was, uh, I mean, we were together for three and a half years, right? Almost four. And then, uh, which means that three and a half is almost four. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and obviously, she wanted to see the next step, right? She wanted us to get engaged, and I wanted to get engaged. And I was like trying to, I, I was saving money to buy this ring, and then my dad dies. Yeah, right. Literally that. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh my god, okay, I don't know what's going on. And then, uh, that happens. And then this year kind of took took away from me. And she just wanted the next. She wanted me to show her the next step, which she's right. She's not wrong, but I think also I was like, I have to have all this. I need this to be done for me to just, I, I'm sorry that everything's put, put on pause, but you have to be understanding, please, for me. And she just, at that, because she was going through what she was going through, so she could not do yeah. that for me. Yeah, it's like, you know, your relationship where you like sort of, you both have different needs and you can't meet each other, so you right. just butt heads yeah, exactly. instead of coming together. And, right. and you know, Which it Which we both were 100% wrong. Yeah. Because I think her argument well, was you, like... you know, you're probably so into your own feelings. And how hard is that to communicate sometimes? Right, exactly. If, like, she doesn't know what she's feeling, you don't know what you're feeling. Right. How can you then communicate with your partner? And we're both bad at communicating our feelings to each other because yeah. we both are very pr- protective of each other. Yeah. Right? So that's why I say therapy. Everybody yeah. needs to go to so, therapy. Yeah. So it just, it just turned into kind of like... I, and in some ways, I think it was like... And, like, I was like... By the end of the relationship, I... I mean, I like or before my birthday, she broke up with me on my birthday. Uh, Wait, we we didn't know that <laughs> did you at know all. Jeez, um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I was done. I was like, I can't fucking handle this person anymore. She's so hard on me. It was bad, right? And then I needed some days off, so I was like, I need I need a couple of days away. And uh, but then I thought about it, and I was just like, okay, I, I don't want to lose this person. I, I, I'm willing to like fight for this because I don't, I don't, I don't not fight for things, you know, and I don't run away from things at all. I, I will push things to a point where it's, it, you should have ran away like a year ago uh, because I, I don't want to ever feel like I didn't give that enough effort. Right. I never want to, I never want to look back at a relationship and be like, what if, you know, mm-hmm. like what if, and that time away that I took to realize I need, no, I need this to work. 
I will fight for this. I think she she was like, I have to be away from this. This is toxic, right? Yeah. yeah. And that she's not wrong. And it just sucked that our timing was like really off. Yeah. You know, because that's when on my birthday she broke up with me. Uh, yeah, sometimes <laughs> timing sucks, right? Yeah, and it's just, yeah, it sucks. And then, you know, I think she has a tendency to uh, be very protective of herself and she runs away. That's kind of what she does yeah. because well, she needs to protect survival. herself. Yeah. Right, that's her survival. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong survival. with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it, but everybody, like Jason and I, I, you know, we have different mechanisms. We have mm-hmm. different survivals and survival tactics. And, you know, some we have to talk about it. Yeah. You know, before it gets to that point. Right. You know, uh, and... But, but you guys we've are both never, pretty open with... Like, is he pretty guarded, Jason? No, I mean... He's pretty chatty. You he's know? pretty chatty. He's pretty he's chatty. He's, he's chatty. Well, and he's someone who will kind of, we both, when something really emotionally like affects us, we have to take a second. Uh-huh. And that used to be bothersome, I think, for him. Okay. Because I would get very like sullen almost. And okay. I'm like, and then I realize how it affected him. And I'd be like, I'm not leaving. I'm not angry. I need to deal with this on my own before I can talk to you about it. Yeah. So I'm not giving you the silent treatment. I'm just dealing with some stuff. We will definitely need to talk about this for sure. Like, right. So the fact that like he knew it was coming or like he didn't feel like shut out yeah. was helpful. But we didn't know it. We had to like go through some sh- like arguments to figure that out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but, but you guys also been together oh, we've eight been years a, now? Yeah, really a long time. Yeah. Well, we were together eight years before we were married. And this April we've been married for five years. We've Whoa. been together forever, yeah. Jonah. Forever. <laughs> forever. So but you know, there's a lot of tension and stuff that that uh, that happens before you can get there. Yeah. And me not drinking helps a lot. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Yeah, because I would be very manic, you know. Okay. And so it's like, well, when how you were do you, drinking? Yeah, like yeah. how do you deal with that mania as the other partner? I thought I was charming as fuck. <laughs> it turns out, no, I was no. manic and I Everybody was up and down. Everybody thinks you're very charming. <laughs> yeah. Well, you didn't now know me when drinking. I drank. Yeah. 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 yeah, I didn't know. You didn't know me. I wish. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't. Um. But yeah. It's so it's tricky. And like the fact that you guys were there for each other because that's what it was. You were there for each other in some in degree. Some way, yeah. You really were. And the fact that you, you're you going to have this relationship and experience that will, I mean, that sounds so like cheesy, but like your grief and Katie is, they're still in you. Yeah. You know what I mean? She did help you realize something as yeah. the same thing that you did for her. So even if you part ways and you let each other go forever, you're still going to be in it. You're still a part of each other's story. Yeah. And I think that's one of the beautiful things that even when things don't work. Right. Even if it doesn't end maybe the way you wanted it to, you're still a part of each other's lives in this really sort of maybe potentially dark moment. Yeah. And you'll be there forever. Yeah. You know? And there's some beauty in that even though it's painful. And I think that's that's important is to, like, I I think that was where we kind of, like, differed a lot because I I do like backstory a lot. It's good to bring back to backstory. Bring back the back, but uh, so many backs. Up, yeah, yeah, so many backs. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that because she, I don't know. I mean, I you know I don't want to talk out of turn with her, but like, you know, she definitely has has been through like I think a, a very bad relationship. I won't get any more specific than that. Uh, but I think that really caused her to be very guarded and also car- caused her to not uh, be a hundred percent honest with her her back i think she, i felt like she i felt, i don't know this is true this is just my thoughts and remember this is my perspective this isn't hers um is that i just feel like she was very judged uh upon maybe decisions she's made by this person so i think she was it was really hard for her to be honest and open with me 
in a lot of ways. And and then so I had to constantly be like, what's going on? What what what? Like I had to, you know you have to ask somebody somebody the same question over and over for, mm-hmm. to finally get the truth. And all I want is backstory. And I'm not. I feel like I'm not judgmental. Um, and I feel like she thought that she, I would judge her if she was honest with yeah. me. Yeah. So you're saying like because of her p- past relationship, she had a hard time opening I up think, with yours. I don't know. I mean, but that, that's yeah. what you're yeah, yeah. gleaning from. Yeah. From not it. saying yeah. that that's the truth. Just saying that's what I thought. Yeah. Um. But I've been there. I mean, I've yeah. been in Katie's position where. But I'm the opposite because, like, the same thing. Like, okay, so if we start dating other people, like, I- I'm gonna talk about this relationship, you know, my relationship with her because it was so important to me and it was it it it, it changed me and I'm a different person because of it mm-hmm. in a lot of good good ways. Um, and I think people, I think it's important to tell people your story. Story is so important. Story is the most yeah. important thing in the, in the world. Yeah, and I think it's you have what a strength. Causes that- life to continue. Deep. <laughs> but I feel like you you have uh so you're you're open and trusting with your truth. Yeah. Right? Now I think she was guarded. Yeah, if with somebody hers. could you imagine if so somebody it was took kind your of truth? A fight of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If somebody took your truth, you put your heart heart out yeah. and and you were trying to be yourself and they squished it, mangled it, ate yeah. it, and then judged you, you're gonna be Pretty protective of that of truth. Of course. How the next you time. Be? Yeah. 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 So I get it. But then the fact that you're like a little squirrel, a little truth squirrel, and you're like, give, me nuts, give it to give me, me, give it to me, give it to me. me, 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 me. me. And that, that maybe. I'm going to store that in my brain. Store yeah, it in my brain. Yeah. That maybe, not, not, just, not, just, not just her, but other people. And again, I've been in her position where you like, you even sometimes want to trust somebody, but there's something in the back of your head right. that might have nothing to do with you. Yeah. Because you've been like, hurt in the past. I know what this is going to do. I know how this ends. Yeah. And I'm not doing it. Yeah. I've, I've been in other relationships, I think, similar where it's like the second I feel them f- start having feelings for me, like strong feelings, that's when they start seizing up mm-hmm. because they've been hurt in the past before. Yeah. And that's, that's, I feel for people like that. Yeah. And, and then. That sucks. Could it you sucks. imagine? Oh, for, I, I mean, I, I get it. I've done yeah, it before. And I terrible. feel like you just, it, it, that's why I think relationships are a miracle. <laughs> yeah. Because you have, as a human being, you have so much ego, you have so much baggage, everybody's got their own stuff. Yeah. And the fact that you can find another human being, be like an intellectually, emotionally, physically attracted to them, uh-huh. and then work through each other's baggage together right. for a long period of time. Yeah, and trust them with every secret you've ever had. Yeah. Or, That's and crazy. Then, and then you mentioned time. You have time on right. against you. Yeah. <laughs> because time crushes all relationships. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But it like, crushes, but then it blossoms. Well, that's the hope, right? But you know what I'm saying? So the fact that you that you guys maybe did not, well, I don't hate to use the phrase, like make it, or at least thus far, yeah. you still had three years of a fucking miracle, almost four, yeah. or whatever. Of a miracle. Almost four. A yeah. fucking miracle. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It really is. It just sucks because this is the one girl I've ever been with where everyone's like, when we broke, kind of broke up, everyone's like, what? And then they're all like, you'll make it work. Everybody. Yeah. Almost everybody is like, they're like, not even like, I'm so sorry. They're like, you guys will figure it out. Like that, that's, and that's a testament to her as a person and uh, how people look at her. Because uh, like, I've definitely broken up with other people and they're like, good. <laughs> like, yeah, thank God. That was in the making. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we saw that one coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my God, how'd you last that long? Yeah. You're yeah. like, that person was the worst. Yeah. Um, and and I, know, I think there's something really valid about it, you know? I think some people like beat themselves up about like, we were going to be this, like we were going to be engaged, we were going to be married, we were going to do X, Y, Z, yeah. you know, all those things that like the could have been's instead of, and I know it's very recent, so what the hell do I know? But like, to I be, mean, it was on my birthday. To be, <laughs> <we know. laughs> to be grateful and to like realize what you had while you had it. Yeah. And shit doesn't last forever. No. 
Nothing like it does. just doesn't. Like even like I'm a married Other than person. Me in my life. Yeah. I, well, I, you know what I mean. That's yeah. why I'm, I want to come back around to like. And again, I just went to a new therapist. So that's why I'm all like, like buzzing. Yeah. But she's like one of those things You're of like swooning. swooning. You are the only person who's going to be with you forever. Yeah. Like that's it. So yeah. like you've got to take care of that like little Jonah or whoever you, you know that that thing you want to use to protect your mom. Yeah. To protect Katie. Like you're very much like seem to identify as male protection, which is very admirable. But there is also somebody else that I don't want to get all like it's not your There's fault. Yeah. It's not your fault. Not you. Not, <laughs> yeah, not, nobody. You, not, not you. Not you. But like yeah, I know. nobody your dad never was there for little Jonah. I know. And you can be. I know. I know. <laughs> You're like the wrench cuz fuck him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> nice man. Got yeah, some yeah. uh I used to wear, the interesting yeah. night was when I'm he used sure his rings. I'm sure you can quote me a sonnet. Yeah. 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 Uh we're yeah. talking about Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, we're talking yeah, about yeah. it every, every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's our Seinfeld <laughs> Superman. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like that's the other thing. That's the thing about grief that I wish I would have not fought besides the crying or whatever. It was like there's there's like a healing that has to happen yeah. and you fight it, man. You just, f- I did. I still do. And it's ongoing and you're going to like, it's the final thing. And I know cause we have to like wrap it up. Well, I want to tell one more thing after this. Is that's cool. It's like patterns. Yeah. You're going to start noticing patterns. At least I did. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I, that's what life is. Yeah. But like patterns that are, that are damaging that you didn't realize okay. until the grief, the grieving stuff. Yeah. You know, just like, what well, can I, when when you say that, what's like the first thing that pops in your head? So negative reinforcement is mine. Okay. So and that was one hundred percent the the dad the thing that I grew, that I grew up in, uh-huh. and I am almost I've always been grateful for it because it makes me very motivated. Yeah. Like get the fuck up, Kelsey. Who the fuck you? You're not a boy. You know you're supposed to be a boy. You're not a fucking boy. Yeah. Go outside and hit the ball. You know, like I'm constantly trying to prove myself yeah. in this from this negative reinforcement. So it's really great at motivating. Uh-huh. It is not great at maintaining. Uh, okay. So I'm someone who could crush a project, right? Right. Short term. I could be in a play, no problem. I'm in. Yeah. I'm, uh, you know, uh, a camera, like, you know, on camera stuff, high energy right away. Right. I can't sustain it because once, uh, weight loss, yeah. hard for me. Daily writing practice, hard for me, right? Okay. Daily things. Yeah. Because when I start feeling good, when I start losing weight, when I start uh, feeling positive, yeah. I'm like, well, why do I need to do it anymore? Okay. So I'm not staying in that positive zone. So then I... Don't do the thing. Gain yeah, weight back. Rubber band. Rubber band it. Yeah. So then I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm I'm feeling shitty about myself again. That's some some comfort. That's what I know. That's dad stuff. Yeah. Now I'm motivated to go back. And okay. my therapist, it's a it's a drug addict thing. It's okay. an addiction mentality as well. Really? Yeah. You you need to find replacement for for the negative yeah. reinforcement. So anyway, those are negative patterns. Now you might find something totally different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that might uh-huh. not be your thing. But I noticed when the thing was gone, like when the dad is gone, when the call's not coming anymore, mm-hmm. I would replace it. Okay. I would replace the negative reinforcement. I would re- whatever the thing about your dad, like I would repl- yeah. You might start replacing it with your own behavior. You yeah. know what I mean? Mine is I think I just want to I want to stay busy. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Because then I I don't want to sit. Yeah. The think. mania is it. Yeah, mania. Mania is a mechanism to not think with your thoughts. Well, that's the thing I, I wanted to talk to you about is that, uh, and this is my concern, especially like, I mean, the thing is like, you know, you're single all of a sudden, you're like, fuck, I'm 35, uh, single. Age is a number, remember, Joe? Age is a number, bro. Uh, <laughs> a 35-year-old bro with a dad bod, not cool, uh, who's <laughs> a crippling alcoholic. Uh, uh, well, well, you know, you got to stop one of those. <laughs> uh, none. I will continue everything. Um, so... 
you're a creative type. Yes, you're a performer. Sure. Uh, Jason is more nine to five, but he is also a creative type. Yeah, right? yeah, he's like a structured creative guy. Yeah, yeah. How do you balance that? You mean like a relationship? No, with your career because it's at night, mm-hmm. uh, and then his career because it's during the day. Yeah. How is that? How it's do you do that? L- it's a little tricky. Yeah. Um, at when you first start, or I feel like when it's exciting, like because you, you meet, but someone. you grew as a performer with him. Yeah. Right. So he kind of saw your growth. Yeah, and he's invo- I involve him in my creative projects. Right. You do. So that helps out because we're a team as opposed to why aren't you spending time with me? Right. You're choosing, you're choosing your third shift job. Right. As over as me. a woman, how do you feel about that? that? The that that idea of you're choosing this over me. Um, I picked the right fella. Yeah. You know, I really picked the right fella. Because he's not like that at all with you. No. Which is great. I also listen to him, so like it is very important for anyone, male or female, to feel like they are your person. Mm-hmm. So I do, we check in, right? Or we have like specific days, like even if it's like Sunday brunch, even if that's the only thing that we can do, or we like, I have like 11th day, right? Where it's like once a month, no matter what happens, we spend time together. Uh Just reminding somebody that you're grateful for them and that you want them in your life and that you're choosing them, even when life is insane. Right. Because people do it with three children. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like people make this shit happen. Yeah. Um, I feel like uh, as a woman, I know other people, uh, we're going to gender it for sure, where a man expects a certain amount of things from a woman. I'm never going to be with that person. See, I've always been in relationships where it's the opposite. Where the woman wants something from you. Right. Where it's it's a consistent judgment of uh, I need to be number one and I'm looking for every reason to feel like I'm not. That's hard. Because yeah. I feel like there's your personal life and then there's your 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 um, uh, professional life. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think in relationship, my relationship is always number one in my, per- in my personal life. But then. I think it's hard. I think it's hard. I think Jason's like, you know, he is a creative type. So I think he understands like your need to perform and what you're doing. Yeah. And I think that's the hardest thing as a, as a comedian is people don't understand that. Yeah. Well, there's other thing too. Like let's say you were a the painter. Work that it takes. There's a difference between being a painter and a comedian. Yeah. A couple of reasons. Right. So a painter is an artist. Yeah. It's solo. It's not social. Right. You're not at a bar. Right. You're not with other people where it looks like you're hanging out. Right. Um, the other thing that I think it would what is really important for a partner to know is like this creative life fulfills me. Yeah. That doesn't mean you don't fulfill me. Right. But you know this person that you love, that you fell in love with, right. that you enjoy being around. Yeah. It's because I'm filling up my cup with what I love. And if I can't fill up my cup, I'm gonna be a bad person. You should for write you. a book. No, I'm no. Serious. That but, was like everything. That's better than I've ever put anything in my life. But it's hard to explain, you know. Uh, the other thing is equal partnership, right? Yeah. So let's say, for example, if you're in a relationship and maybe they don't get it, but they do something else. Like they love to go shopping with their friends uh-huh. or they love to go to basketball games. You then allow them. Like, right. listen, whatever fulfills you, I support it because right. you support me. Right. And we're... We're, and I love you. Yeah, yeah, and we're helping each other. Be, we're lifting each other up. Right. So it isn't this constant um, battle right. between like, no, of course I love you, but you can't. I can't sacrifice my thing. Yeah. It can't. I can't. I nothing upsets me more like in a relationship when I'm having an argument about us not spending enough time together while we're spending time together. Yeah. And it's like we're ruining our time yeah. together because this is very important to me. The time that I have. Yeah. Um, so why are we why are we complaining about time we don't have 
when we are well, during the time we have. Yeah, and that's like it seems the core of that in general. Counterproductive I think, is anxiety, yeah. where you can't be in that moment. You're yeah. thinking about the next thing. Right. That's some anxiety shit. Yeah, it's just know? hard. Be, sometimes it's hard. Like, uh, this is a shitty thing I say to people sometimes, but it's just kind of like, how do you find a crack? Like, you look for it, and that's the thing too. When you're consistently looking for a crack in something, that's all you see, and, you, and you're missing. You know, if you say say you see a beautiful uh, structure or whatever, and all you see is that crack, it's like, yeah, but look at the grander thing that you're yeah. looking at. And looking at a crack, I mean, it's something deeper than that. Right. You know, where it's like, there's a reason people look at the negatives. Right. If you look for the thing. That's why backstory is important. Well, yeah. And also, but if you if you look for the thing, right, and you're somebody who wants to fix something, you're somebody who's very positive, but it's probably a defense mechanism. If yeah. I look for the thing that's going to disappoint me, I'm not going to be fooled and then be disappointed down the line. I'll be hurt. Yeah. Right. So it's the same it's the same systematic cycle. Right. So I'm going to look for the crack. You know, the other thing is sometimes the crack is real. Right. Right. For I mean, sure. Like it's not like the crack is made up, but sometimes somebody cuz I think Jason is more pessimistic than I okay. and maybe Katie was more pessimistic than you. I don't I don't know if that's who you're talking about, but I've I'm definitely uh, with everybody, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But you know, I feel like that's, that is a balance in the relationship, right? It's also maybe not trying to fix it Uh because sometimes I'm the cheerleader, right? Jason will say something negative and I'm like, let's make it Look at it this way. Yeah. 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 And instead of being like, you're right, that part sucks. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, that sucks. Yeah. You're right. Now. Yeah. I can see the sunny, but you can see the negative. All right. And then I, sometimes I think when it comes to Jason anyway, but he together, just wants to what do you acknowledge have, What do you have together? A beautiful sunset. Yeah. But like, I'm not trying to ever change his point of view. Right. You know? I think I, that's where I fail. I'm not trying to fix it. Yeah. I'm not trying to be like, you idiot, look at it. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, oh, I never noticed that. Good observation. Yeah. And then he moves on. So he's not then like digging into the negative. I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, totes. Yeah. <laughs> Next. See, I think I fight it. So yeah. I think that's where I, I fail as a partner or person. Well, it's not, a, it, it's also, again, everybody has different baggage. Yeah. So if your job has always been the dance. Yeah. It's also one of your strengths. I mean, that's probably one of the reasons people are drawn to you. Thank you. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, but that's like, like my enthusiasm, for example. So I'm doing this writing challenge and I am reminded over and over when I do these like 30 day challenge things, my enthusiasm is a strength. Yeah. However, it can also be a saboteur. Yeah. And I have to balance it. Like, for example, same thing with working out. If I'm in, I'm like, all in. I'm like, let's fucking go. Then I burn out and it doesn't yeah. last a long time. Yeah. So it's like, I don't want to get rid of my enthusiasm. I just need to know when to make it shine and when yeah. to pull it back a little. Okay. So it kind of like, like sometimes it burns too bright. Yeah. It and maybe that's, out. yeah, when you're in relationships, you know, maybe that's just something to look out for. Yeah. Don't change yourself. Never. Because that's why people like you. Yeah. That's why people find you like charming and all these great things. Come on, keep stop saying that. <laughs> but come on, come but on. sometimes when you push it, people probably feel like overwhelmed. Like I feel yeah. like you and I are very Leslie Nopey. Do you watch Parks and Rec? Uh, it's the Amy Poehler character. Oh, okay, yeah. And Parks and Parks and Recreation, and at, she is so enthusiastic, and people will just rally around her. But yeah. sometimes when she does it, she overshadows people, she pushes people over, okay. she almost bulldogs them with yeah. her joy instead uh, of just sitting with them yeah. and, like, listening. Yeah, okay. You're changing my life right now. <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> <I'm being> serious. <laughs> you know, but it's hard to do, and I also think it's part of growing up. 
Yeah. You know, where you don't think you have to do the manic dance all the time. Yeah. You can just be at peace with yourself and your partner instead of trying to fix it. Yeah. We're all fucked. All right, see you guys. Bye. (laughs) 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 I do have to go, though. It it is time. What time is it? It's 1.58. Oh, Oh. I have someone getting delivered at 2. Oh, you got to go right now. Yeah. And it's not drugs, you guys. Don't worry about it. Do we end well? I think so. I mean, I feel like... I think we were very segmented that whole time. Well, here's the deal. You had a lot going on in the year. There was no way we were going to talk about it in one. And I feel like... I feel like it's too me-centric. I think we should do another episode that's you-centric. You always say that, Jonah. And I talked... A lot. I feel very good. I feel like you, this partnership. You advised a lot. We're I like our it. partnership. Yeah, I, think I do. It's great. I, I miss talking to you the last couple. Yeah. Weeks. Well, that's the thing, Jonah. I miss talking to you, but I also encourage you to go see a therapist, Jonah. Why does not- everyone keep telling me that? <laughs> <laughs> because you're going through a tremendous amount of shit. And here's the thing, Jonah. Look at your muscles. Like you take care of your body. Like you have to take care of your brain. Yeah. You have to take care of it. And that's all a therapist is. That was a compliment with an insult. I liked it. <laughs> no, it wasn't. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. Like, you're somebody who's very body conscious and your brain, it's not a muscle, it's an organ, but you have to work it out. Yeah. You fucking have to. Yeah. And I wish somebody would have told me this. And listen, you can do what you want. I'm not the boss of you. But if I would have went to Are therapy. Are you going to plug your therapist right now? No. You, you want to? No, no, oh, okay. no, no. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Wait what? a second. Hold a second. What? Hey guys, if you're ever in Wauwatosa, you should go to this bar called Wauwatiki, which is an incredible, uh, <laughs> which is an incredible uh, uh, tiki bar. Uh, great food. There, uh, all the food is. Hold on a second. All the food is. Um, uh, 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 what's, what, tiki themed. No, and you don't have uh, um, vegan. Gluten free. No. Gluten free. Every all the food is gluten free. It's very good. They have a great brunch menu on Sunday. We get fifty percent off if we say that. We have an unofficial sponsor. Yeah. Guess who's never going there? Me. What? You should. Next time you're in Wauwatosa, <laughs> okay. Wisconsin, you should go to Wauwatiki Bar. Why? It's in It's in downtown Wauwatosa, which is a very up-and-coming area. And this bar is very, very well-themed and very dressed well. It sounds Also, say fantastic. hi to James Finley. He's one of the managers there. And Pete, who's also the owner. He's great. Wow. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You should come out at Wauwatiki.com. <laughs> 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 wow, that's amazing. You don't need therapy. You got a tiki bar. <laughs> you got a tiki bar. Uh, try try the uh, 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 water of life. It's a very good drink with uh, uh, coconut water in it. I liked it. Excellent. Uh-huh. Well, take it. Take a little trip down Wauwatosa Lane, yeah. everyone. Don't worry. Do you like their glassware? You can buy it from them for wow. $10 a glass. What a deal. Uh-huh. Oh, my god. And your therapist's name is who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. You're like, want to plug your therapist? I forgot about the plug I was supposed <laughs> to do. Oh, man. But yeah, anyway, I think I think everybody should go. That's all I'm going to say. I think it's important, too. I do. And I, I struggle with it. And I wish somebody would told me when I was 15 when my dad died. I think it would have just sped up my healing process a little really? bit. And I, I would have learned a lot more, a lot quicker. And my struggle would not have been so friggin' long. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing that helped me was How writing. How long do you think was drinking? Writing. Oh, writing. Yeah, the writing really because I was I didn't, it drinking. No, the uh. drinking did not. That set me way back. Um, were you an emotional drinker? So you drink emotionally no. to to kind of cover, or were you like a partier that went too far? I was a little bit of both, I guess. Yeah, yeah okay. I don't know how it really started. I mean, I started young. I was in high school and yeah. well, uh, eighth grade. Okay, I think. I mean, there's small town, nothing to do. You know, yeah. that again. You know, but I feel like it was a mask. You know, and then yeah. it became a habit, and then it became needed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, and and you've been sober for how long now? Uh, since 2005. Wow. Good yeah. for you. 13 years. Yeah. Awesome. Is that, yeah. Is that 13 years. Sweet math. Sweet quick math. I was pretty proud, proud of myself there. <laughs> I don't even know if it's right, but it sounds yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. I feel like if I would have went to therapy earlier on, I think I could have found patterns and it just could have helped me out. That's yeah. all. No big deal. 
And I think there was a sh- like not that it was shame or anything like small town. It wasn't that people were like it, just nobody did it. Yeah. That that I knew it was like it wasn't anybody's circle ever. Yeah. You know. So and and I know that people are like especially in the comedy world they're like oh fancy you go to therapy. You know, I am fortunate. I do have insurance, but you can go to clinics in Chicago. You can go to like group sessions. You can go to individual yeah. sessions for like thirteen dollars. You really? can find it really affordably. What website would you go for that? I don't. <laughs> Wawatosa. Wawatosa. Slash therapy. Anyway, well, Joan, I hope this helps. If you want to, I know that we're we're planning on doing more like. Um, watching movies and talking yeah. about them, but if this is helpful for you and our listeners, I know that there are people last year who really, really resonated with them. Really, this season. that's great. Yeah, to hear. This season, yeah. these topics that we're doing. I like I like these talks. I think they're important to hear somebody. Yeah, and it's such a, such a good contrast to like the fucking Bachelor. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we have a Bachelor podcast. I roll. (laughs) I roll. But also, speaking of The Bachelor, and then we'll be done because I have to, you have to get uh, something delivered. I have to leave. Yeah. Uh, People were pissed off about Ari. He did did an April Fool's pregnancy joke on Twitter, and people were like, go fuck yourself, Ari. He pretended that was her face is pregnant. Yeah, like, oh, oh." and then people were like, get out of (sighs) here. I just feel for Becca. Yeah, well, you know, I'm sure she's living the dream right now in helicopters. How how could she be living the dream when I'm right here? (laughs) Nerd alert. (laughs) Nerd alert. Um, Awesome. Well, anything else, Jonah? Did you just erpy again? I I got real erps in my throat. Yeah. I can almost sometimes do them on command. I couldn't do it. Everybody just threw up. (laughs) They heard you go go like this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Um, Okay. All right. We have to go now. We've been doing a Are we doing the movie next week? I'm into it, yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll release it, right? We'll release it yes. next week. Next yeah. week. So watch Band Aid. Band Aid. And uh, ends and odds. Thank you so much for already watching it. Uh, I am I'm enjoying our uh, they chatter like that movie? on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. An incredible. It actually is incredible. I'm, I'm excited for you to watch it. Yeah, I'm excited too. So we're going to do Band Aid and then uh, Harold and Maude. If that changes and if Jonah, if you well, want to do more of these one offs. Well, Kelsey's one-offs. been so busy. Uh, well, we'll. Well, no, because you have, you are getting audition after audition and your career's blowing up and I'm so proud of you. Yeah, that's that's very nice of you to say. Uh, All that is not true. <laughs> it is. I watch you on TV no. from time to time. No. Yeah, whatever. Um, Joe and I enjoy these chats. I'm so excited to go to therapy and then come back and talk to you about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 tell me about it. Joe's like, I don't have to go. Just tell me what yes, your lady yeah. said. Hey, can you ask her about this? <laughs> please. <laughs> that is not how that shit works. I'm going to give you a piece of paper with a question. <laughs> Just ask her these questions, please. <laughs> no. And she's like, I thought your husband was uh, Jason, not Katie. <laughs> You're like, this is confusing. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for hanging out with yeah. us. We'll be back doing some uh, do some more chats later. And yeah. of course, obviously, the uh, Bachelorette starring Becca will be back on in May. And then we will, of course, be back on the, Bachelor on the Bachelorette train. Oh, man. You yeah. just cried. No, I'm all right. I, I do enjoy that there's a break. I yes, must say. Me too. I do enjoy a break because I'm definitely break. getting uh, burnout. I was getting burned out, yeah. especially with those stupid bachelor Winter games. games. Winter games. Yeah. Which I did like it by the end of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Because who who doesn't love seeing Dean show up everywhere? He's the best. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, can you open your door for a second? <laughs> Dean's here. Wait, is that his dad? That'd be cool if like, hey, we're interviewing Dean. Dean, how are you? Cool. See you later. And then we end it. We end it. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Oh my God. We have to go. But side note, go to Twitter, everyone. And Will Farrell has interviewed Walking Phoenix. Really? And it might be the weirdest, funniest shit I've ever really? read in my whole oh, nice. life. Nice. I'll retweet it on the Pedals and Pricks podcast. Okay. Uh, I mean, uh, Pedals yeah. and Pricks Twitter. So yeah. Okay. Okay. <sighs> that was good. That was good. We All did right. it. We did it. Okay. Let's do a bye because I'm going to pee my pants. Three, two, one. Bye. Bye. I know it's true. And I love my baby. I love her too. We are together. 
all the time And everything is so good damn fine 